Hi, I'm Jackie. Hi, I'm Emma. And this is Two, two Pints of Brew and a Chocolate, chocolate crispy. crispy. Happy Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> I like that. No, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Season 4. Episode 6. Yes, a Halloween special. Yeah. And today... As it's Halloween and we want to do spookiness. Spooky, scary skeletons. My kids love that song. <laughs> Shivers down your spine. Ray dancing down the kitchen. Okay. In June. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness, we are going to be speaking today about green ladies. Yes. Now, green ladies are almost exclusive to Scotland. Almost. Almost. They're unique to the UK. Mm-hmm. Is they've never been reported anywhere else in the world. Okay. So this is why they are unique. I found a couple in Wales, Caffili. Mm-hmm. Took me a while to understand how to pronounce that one, but Caffili. it's Caffili. Yeah. Um, and I think there's maybe one in York somewhere I found. Okay. But mainly it's Scottish. Yeah. Um, castles. Yes. And haunted homes where green ladies are seen. Okay. However, upon my research into green ladies, I found that green ladies are not always green. No. No. So, originally, I was... We've done two stories each. Mm-hmm. And originally, I was going to do a castle in Sochen. And it turned out I couldn't find anything about this girl being green. No? No. Okay. Nothing at all. It was a princess no. that was murdered. Oh. And um, I couldn't find any information to suggest that she was green in any shape or form. Or wearing anything green. Okay. And it wasn't until later on I found somebody else had also been researching it. And I found their website or their blog. And they were saying it appears that it is just the dominant presences in castles and haunted homes are just known as green ladies. Oh, so it doesn't actually mean they partake. They don't have to partake in the colour. Yeah. It's just that they're there. They're there, yeah. They okay. have a green lady. Okay. So I was like, well, this one might be why... In my head, I've grown up... Thinking there were green. They were green ladies yeah. in all these castles and they were all green for some reason and I was trying to come up with all sorts of ideas why they were green. I was like, is it because there's a lot of greenery around here compared to anywhere else? Yeah. I was like, is it because it's more of nature? I was like, you know, I was coming up with all these wonderful ideas. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that I'm quite far from... Well, do you know that. what? Until you just said now, that was the freaking reason I believed. So, yeah. um, to my mind, I'm like, oh, they must appear in a green colour to people. There are ones that do. do. Yeah, as I was saying. There's uh, Ballandalach, Krathes, Sterling, mm-hmm. Fraser. You know, I'm going to take Fraser off the cards, actually, because there was no nowhere I could find that Fraser was green. Um, Fivey, but that's just some of them that have green ladies. Yeah. And yeah. now Tullach, because I found Tullach Castle. So. Okay. Um, so they're believed to be benevolent mm-hmm. in nature mm-hmm. uh, and that they remain in the home that they lived in or that they were associated with okay. um, in order to protect the home. Okay. Uh, some say that they are spirits that are enchanted by fairies. Oh, that would maybe, yeah, okay. Would kind of make, make sense. sense for the green. Um, the elemental beings, such as household spirits like brownies. Yeah. 
or ghosts with tragic history or unfortunate in love or marriage, which seems to be the common element, the common theme to it. And there seems to be a lot of that going around. Well, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I would say, like, mines would probably be like this, like, it is quite harrowing, my couple of yeah. mine, yeah. Um, also, where apparitions appear as a woman, but have the legs of a goat. Oh. Which is all good for me, because you know I'm terrified of goats. So, I'm all good, as long as it's not my head what? with See, if you, if you go to Hazelhead mm-hmm. Park, there's a petting zoo in there, no. and they... And the goats there Mm-mm. are super friendly. No, no. They love a cuddle. Mm, I they, were, they, they were the ones that wanted most of the cuddles. Mm-hmm. Lead you into some, some sense of security and then they're going to have you. Okay. Nope, absolutely not. They were fine, you can go. Anywho, so they are known as green maidens. Okay. And they are believed to be malevolent. I see, malevolent. Yeah. I got it. And these are associated more in the highlands. Okay. So, yeah. That's so, that's the kind of that, the different views of what a green what lady got going on. would be. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, let's just get into this. Because okay. I'm really actually quite excited to hear your one. Oh, are you? Yeah, because I've never, I never read up. Okay. So, I have a two for one to begin mm-hmm. with. Okay. So, I'm going to be speaking about the green and the white ladies of Crathis Castle. Mm-hmm. So, Crathis Castle is a 16th century castle near the Royal Deeside town of Bankery, Aberdeenshire in Scotland. And this Harald Castle was built by the Burnets of Lees on a land gifted by King Robert de Bruce in 1323 and was held by that family for almost 400 years. Exactly. Now, originally, the family lived on an artificial island in a loch near the present castle before they decided to move to drier land. Now, this tower was finally finished in 1596. Okay. The castle was gifted to the National Trust of Scotland by Sir James Burnett, the 13th Baronet, on in 1951. And the National Trust of Scotland now own and maintain the castle and its grounds, both of which is open to the public for tours and you can get all the information for like times, tickets and all that from the National Trust of Scotland website, which I think you can do for pretty much every one that that we're going to be mentioned today. So now castles and ghosts go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and Crathis is no exception. So the White Lady is the lesser known of the two Crathis or spiritual residents. And this is said to be the young, the spirit of a young lady named Bertha, who fell in love with the young Laird Alexander Burnett. They were due to be married, and she had her own room in the castle while we- while the wedding was being arranged. Unfortunately, because the result was unfortunately, <laughs> oh Alexander's mother, Lady Agnes, didn't think that Bertha was good enough for her only son. Because mother-in-laws with sons can be like that, oh, can't they, Emma? Goodness gracious me. Yes. What's up with that? It's clearly an issue gone way, way back, clearly. Hmm. I promise I'm never going to be like that with Caden. No. No, I don't think you would be. You might be. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Take him. Take him. <laughs> So, she waited until Alexander was away for the night and during dinner poisoned his bride-to-be. So, on his return, Alexander was distraught 
and he was sure that his mother had a part to play in Bertha's untimely death. So Alexander's suspicions were confirmed when the girl's parents came to collect her body. Suddenly, Lady Agnes went as white as a sheet and pointed to the distance and screamed, She comes! She comes! Like that. Before dropping down dead. What? Yup. Bitch, bitch gone. <laughs> oh my God. It is said that once a year on the anniversary of her death, the white lady wanders a track between the old castle and the new. Really? And that's the story of Bertha and that's the white lady of Krathis. Okay. But today we're here to focus on the famous green lady of Krathis. Now, she has been spotted by many of visitors to this beautiful castle, including Queen Victoria herself. She got about a bit because she was staying in like all the other castles. Oh well, I suppose she she's a monarch, so suppose yeah, she was she kicking about. about a bit. Yeah. However, sadly, no one knows exactly who the Green Lady is, but myth alleges that she is one of the Burnet Lair's daughters. Okay. So the tale goes that this young lady has a relationship with a stable boy. So, as can be assumed by the positions of our lovers, this relationship would have been forbidden and therefore was kept secret. Now, it is said that she did become pregnant, but managed to conceal her pregnancy for a considerable time. However, you know, with growing bellies and the actual arrival of a child, the secret couldn't be hidden for long. And her father, discovering all, flew into a rage and soon after this, both the young girl and the baby disappeared. Since then, a sad spirit is said to appear as either a young woman carrying a baby or a green orb travelling across the room and disappearing into the fireplace. Whatever the truth may be, there is some evidence to suggest that this tale may have some truths intertwined in it. So, in the 1800s, renovations were being done in the green lady's room and when the workmen lifted the hearth of the fireplace, they tragically discovered the bones of a young baby underneath. I know. So, now the Green Lady herself is not said to be a shy entity either. So, and it still makes her presence known today, it is said that an Australian tourist was visiting the castle on a quiet day and therefore was like one of the only people wandering around the rooms. And just as she was setting foot on the staircase to work her way into the Green Lady's room, she heard a woman's voice, clear as day, say into her ear, don't go to the next room, don't go in, get out now she raced down the spiral staircase as fast as she could and shot out the main door to the guide's surprise and she refused to complete her tour of Crathis castle oh really mm-hmm. i would have been like bitch i paid for this <laughs> she was no, no. she clearly got the scare of her life but that's the, unfortunately the tragic tale of the green lady and the white lady of Crathis Castle. It's quite interesting that you say that about the um, baby, the remains, the skeletal yeah, remains of the baby underneath mm-hmm. the hearth because I think there has been quite a few castles where there have been uh, children or skeletal remains of adults behind, behind walls, walls or stuff. behind I think that's just how they were like, well, how do we get rid of them? We'll just get some, but just can deal with this. Put another fireplace in. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, I was, thought it was very tragic to think that you would do that with your own ch- child as well, like your own yeah, flesh and blood. Yeah, there seems to have been no emotion back in those no, days. No, it was so... But I don't know whether it was because 
women were seen as property you're an extension of my property so you're not even you're like a less than yeah so for you to do this against me is like you've like oh you have been against me yeah sort of thing and whether that's like a prideful thing i don't know mm. but i thought that was really sad it is really sad yeah that is sad mm-hmm. so moving on to fivey castle fivey castle i love this castle I don't think I've ever been to Fivey I've never been... Well, I have been in when I was little, but okay. I haven't been in it as Six. an adult. Okay, yeah. Um, but I've been to the outside because I've walked the dogs. Mm-hmm. Both dogs that I've had up there because it's really nice, the grounds. So there's a few legends and legends here. Yeah, complicated. Yeah. Onion. So Fivey is a village in the northeast of Scotland near a town of Turriff, which is 25 kilometres no, sorry, 25 miles, 41 kilometres from the city of Aberdeen. Within 5e is 5e Castle, which is an 800-year-old fortress set in 270, no, 287 hectares of land. Jeez, oh. Which is a mix of parkland, woodland, gardens, and also has a 5e loch. Oh. It has 109 rooms. It is a huge castle. And it's what makes it one of the largest castles in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And it's also said to be one of the most haunted, which absolutely cracks me up because every single castle I've read about is, is classed as one of the most haunted. haunted. Yeah, so, well, it's right enough because it's like one of many. I and as one in of all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are fucking haunted. Every single one is haunted. So, the castle is said to have been built around 1200, roughly about then. And there's claims that it was William the Lion who He's, built it. He, he was about, about, he was in one of my stories before. He was, yeah. and he was also the one that put the unicorn. That's in right, one. one. Oh, he's featuring right yeah, throughout this. Coat of arms. There we go. So, so there, there you we go. go. So the castle was used by Robert the Bruce mm. for his open air courts, and it's also said. Although I can't really find a massive amount of information on this, that Charles the First lived there as a child. Okay. But I can't. There's yes. a couple of them that say, "Oh, Charles the First lived there when he was young," and things like. But there's nothing to validate that. But you know. Yeah. So it was a royal castle, but. After the Battle of Otterburn in 1390, it ceased to be a royal stronghold and it was then passed to multiple different families. So it was passed from the royals to the Lindsays. Okay. And then it fell from 1402 to 1433. It was in the possession of the Prestons. Okay. 1433 to about 1596, it was passed to the Meldrums. 1596 to 1733, it was the Setons, or Setons. Mm. 1733 to 1889, it was passed to the Gordons. 1889 to 1984, it was in the Leith family. And then in 1984, it was bought by the National Trust. This seems to be a recurrent theme mm-hmm. with a lot of the castles. It's around about the, uh, the yeah, 50s, 80s. 50s towards the 80s, they were all sold off to the, the National Trust. So the five families, Preston, Meldrum, Seton, er, Seton, Gordon and the Leith, all added new towers to the castle. So there's like five towers 
at the front. Oh, so right, everyone that came in possession then built their own tower onto it. Okay, okay. Which is quite cool, really. Yeah, it's like, this is my tower. Yes. So, Fivey Castle is immersed in so many legends and folklore and ghost stories. There are so many. Okay. Like, it's like a beehive of stuff. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, to get to the Green Lady, I'm going to need to explain a few other legends first to understand why we got to where we were. Giving us some context and background, very cool. So there's several ghosts that reside in the castle. The two prominent ones are the Green Lady and the Grey Lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Green Lady is dubbed the head ghost because during explorers, paranormal explorers, she is the most vocal and prominent one that comes through. Okay. And the other one would be the Grey Lady. Mm-hmm. But the dominant one seems to be the Green Lady. Okay. So apparently um, TV series like Most Haunted, a lot of YouTubers have all been there. And this is the ones that come through the most. Okay. So the Grey Lady was Lady Meldrum. Okay. So they hid the castle from 1433 to 1596. And she requested that upon her death, she was to be buried within the castle walls. Oh, for the love of fuck. I can. That's like, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. So apparently this was done. Oh, for the love of fuck. So she was buried in the walls. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> so during the 1920s, though, the castle had to have some restoration work done. Mm-hmm. And the skeleton skeletal remains of an adult were found. found. Also, there was, like, actual credence to this. Yeah. So, the laird at the time... Oh, 1920s, what did I say? That would have been the last one, the Leiths. Yeah. The laird at the time was like, oh, my goodness, you know, we need to have our laid to rest, or the person laid to rest properly. So, he asked for the, the bones to be, the skeleton to be removed, and he buried this skeleton in the... 5e graveyard okay and gave her well the skeleton a send off sort of thing however things started to go wild in 5e castle oh because they moved her she wanted to be in the walls she wanted to be in the walls she was like yo put me back maids and staff were complaining about weird things happening strange occurrences um you know noises, tapping, slamming doors, feeling eerie, loads of different things. So, in the end, the laird instructed for the remains to be dug up again and put back into the castle. Right. But she's still seen today, apparently. The Grey Lady is still seen today. Apparently, there's a lot of staff members that have seen Seen her. Seen her, like, wandering the wall, wandering the corridors of the castle. Okay. So that doesn't really tie into my green lady. I just thought I'd let you know. No, about the green it's, lady. A, it's the same as you with my white lady. I love her. Yeah, tell yeah. us because she needs a shout out. She absolutely oh, does. For real. Her. Yeah. So, but I don't, don't know where they put her because they obviously didn't put her back in the walls. Well, I would have wondered whether they kind of put her maybe in a casket and put that in somewhere. Mm, I, I don't, don't know. Is she know. in the eaves? <laughs> You, but know. you know what? When you go round on a tour now, any room you're in there, you could be like, somebody behind these walls. Oh, could be. There could be someone behind any of the walls. Yeah. That's funny. That's quite creepy, actually. Yeah. So, the next one is the legend of the Weeping Stones. Okay. So, 
I think it was just after the Lindsays passed the castle to the Prestons. Okay. I do believe it's the Prestons. A man called Thomas the Rhymer visited the castle looking for shelter. I'm sure I've heard this before, the Rhymer boy. He was also known as True Thomas. Yeah. And this is because he had a gift of prophecy and could see the future. And this was apparently as a result of a love affair with a fairy queen. Mm-hmm. So he gave her a good time and she gave him... Knowledge. Knowledge in Second the future. So the laird at the time refused him shelter, and as a result, he cursed the castle. <laughs> so, the rhyme goes, because he wasn't Thomas the Rhymer for no reason. Fair enough. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Fivey, fivey, thou'll never thrive, as long as there's in three stains three. These stains three. Sorry. You got it? I yeah. better start again. Go to do it again. Right, okay. Fivey, fivey, thou's never thrive as long as they're in thee, steens three. There's e'en until the allest to her, there's e'en until the ladies bower, there's e'en until the water's yet, and there three steens you'll never get. Okay. Right. Right. So, mm. fivey will never thrive. Nope. And as he predicted, it did not. Okay. Because he also cursed that no male heir shall ever be born and inherit a castle and become the laird unless the three particular stones are recovered and returned to the rightful place. Okay. So I will explain the rhyme. The place is being between the church land and the castle. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. There was a chapel in Churchland, but this was demolished and two stones were used within the castle okay. from this chapel. Oh, right. So there's one in the oldest tower, which would have been constructed by the Prestons. Because okay. they were the first ones to construct a tower. Right. And it's believed to be in the foundations of the tower. So it ain't coming out. No. There is one in the charter room, which can be seen today. Okay. It is there. Oh. And there is one in the river, which would have been River Ithin. Uh-huh. So that's what he's meaning. There's like, in the all oldest tower, there's one in the ladies' bower, mm-hmm. which would be... The chamber. The cha- charter room. Mm-hmm. And there's one in the water yet, which will be the Ithin. Yeah. So... The reason that they are called the weeping stones is because they remain wet when all other stones are dry. Weird. And they remain dry when all other stones are wet. What? Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Do you th- oh wait, do you think it's because when it's raining, they're porous stones and they collect the water and then when all the other stones are, are dry, it's like weeping them Quite out. possibly. Like, if they're hot, they kind of... Yeah, no, I like, get what you're Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, but probably not, but I just random... I no, just that's thought, a good theory. We're going to have to go to Fivey Castle and see, because <laughs> as far as I'm aware, it's still there. 
you can't see one of the weeping stones. But Thomas the Rhymer was like, until you get all three of these back into the lands that it should be, which was between Shit, the churchyard and the bad castle, for use, yeah. then things are going to be bad. And not one male heir has ever been born at Fivey Castle. Oh, wow. Ever. Wow. No, no. No, no. I'm sure that in my kids' books, there's a story of about True Thomas. I'll have to look it up and send and tell you because they've mm-hmm. got the folklore and thingies and creatures. You know, I actually seen it at the library the other day when I was down there with Liv for it's our really uh, cool. Lego club. Like a book-looking book. book. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got them and I'm sure True Thomas is in there. As when you were saying True Thomas, I'm like, I'm sure I can about him. <laughs> I'm sure I can about <laughs> him. Boy. But that wasn't if it was Dean in the kids' books, may I just tell you? Oh. No. Okay. I think it was something to do with fairies. I think he went a while with one of them in the end. Well, it did say that he had a love affair with a fairy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. And that they, they became... Yes, I'm pretty sure that is the story. I'll tell you one day. Okay, you message me. So, Dame Lilia Strummond was married to Alexander Seton. Okay. So, what year was that? That was the 1500s, was it? Pretty sure, yeah. I'm just going to go quickly, just check my notes. 1596 to 1733, the sentence had it. Mm-hmm. So, she was married to Alexander Seton, and Lilia Drummond was the daughter of Patrick Drummond, who was the third Lord of Drummond, because of course they are. Yeah. Um, they lived in Fivey Castle, um, and they had several daughters. I believe there was five Okay. Um, daughters in total. It was Anne, Isabel, Margaret, who died in infancy. Oh. And then Margaret. Mm, Margaret. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that's a bit strange. But no I judge, but judging. Wait until I get onto the latter part. So that was only four. I couldn't find a fifth one, but there, there's a lot of like information saying, saying that there was five. Mm. So it said that Alexander was so enraged that they had all these daughters and they didn't have any sons. Okay. And he was so desperate to have a male heir, he blamed Lilius for not producing him a son. <sighs> and because of this, obviously, he turned his attentions to Lilius's cousin, Grizel. <laughs> Grizel Leslie, and embarked on a wild and passionate affair. Aww. So it said that when Lilius heard of this, she was so devastated and heartbroken that she left the castle and went to their home in Fife. Okay. Now, I am sceptical of this because there's a lot of different stories. So it said that she became really sick Mm. and she wouldn't eat and she died. Oh. However, there's also stories that he kept her in the castle. Right. And that he starved her to death. Oh. So there's a lot of different... Yeah, quite you know, what's horrible, yeah, the, but ultimately she died. She died in 1601. Mm. And a lot of people speculated how she died and they felt that it was suspicious circumstances. Mm. Um, but as I said, there are stories where she went away to five, but then there's other stories where he kept her in the, in the castle and starved mm. her and, or tortured her and did whatever he did with her, poisoned her, was That's another thing. But... In 1601, she died, but at the same time, Alexander wasted absolutely no time and was not devastated by her death because he then married Grizel Leslie. Jeez, oh. 
So on their wedding night, though, they retired to their uh, marital bedroom in the Seton Tower, Seton Tower, mm-hmm. and they went to their beds and they could hear sighing. <sighs> Very loud sighing. <sighs> I know. Outside the bedroom window. <sighs> this doesn't make sense, though, because the bedroom window was 50 foot above the ground. Oh, so it's not just like somebody's it's like oh it's not like, like your random tiktok <coughs> person it's somebody it's like chopping like levitating levitating exactly flying so anyway this continued and they got up and they checked and there was nothing there anyway Griselle was just past herself a bit she thought it was really really strange and she was really bothered by it so she got up in the morning when it was daylight and she went to the window so, as she went to the window, though, to her horror, carved upside down, right? Yeah. Into the stone was D. Dot Lilius Drummond. <gasps> Had been carved into the stone. Oh my god! And it was done upside down against the window. Fucking hell. How, how do you do that? Baffled. Very wow, strange. That's weird. That's tingly. It's giving me tingles. Anywho. Oh, tell me more. It's still there. Shut the front door. You can door. see it. <gasps> you can see it still. Oh, wow. In the Seton Tower. Seton Tower, sorry. She was pissed. Mm, she had a right hump. She did. So, it's believed that the apparition of the Green Lady is that of Dame Lilius Drummond. Dubbed the Green Lady due to her beautiful green dress that she wears. Right. And she is said to manifest through the halls of the castle and in the main stairwells. And you also know when she's around because you'll get a smell of roses before she appears. Or sometimes she doesn't appear, you just get whiffs of roses roses as she she glides past. Oh, that's so Mm -hmm. nice. So here's a little fun fact for you, which I thought was, well, it's not a fun fact, I just thought it was goddamn weird, if I'm honest. Right. So, old Alexander mm-hmm. married Brick. Griselle yeah. in 1601. Yeah. They did have a son, Charles, Shit. and he died. Oh. Their second child was a daughter who was born in 1602, uh-huh. called Lilius. Fucking what? Mm-hmm. And then they had another child called Jean. But they called their first daughter Lilius. How bizarre is that? That's morbid. However, that's a bit Maroon Five. Old bloody trouser snake. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh-uh. And a third wife. To hell! Who are yeah. these nobodies marrying he this married, He married Margaret Hay. Right. And they went on to have a have a son, Charles. Obviously not born in five. In five. And he became the second Earl of Dunfermline. Okay. They had a daughter. Their first daughter's name was Griselle. <laughs> I had to look us up four times to make sure this Shut is right. Shut the fuck up. Honestly. Is he just like... I'm like, what? So That's his second sicker. wife, he named it after his first daughter, after his dead wife. And then his third wife, he named his first daughter with her after his second, second wife. Why did he? Did he divorce the middle wife or did she yeah, die? No, well? she, yeah, she went on to marry someone else. 
I think I'm like, um, like somebody should have sent that fucker a book of names because clearly I, d- I did I had to look it up heaps of times because I was like surely this is wrong but no no it's right it's 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 wrong but it's correct mm-hmm. it's factual but I don't agree with it no I just thought it was really really bizarre Weird. so what is the story of the green lady oh Liza, do you know what it's quite nice that you you think that there's so much like if her paranormal activity is that she's the smelling of things and you can see her in mm. the green and it's quite cool actually yeah I hope but she so. doesn't seem to I've not found anywhere that suggests that she's not a nice ghost no, like she like, causes like mayhem in the castle yeah, or anything like, like that like you're saying a lot of it it seems to be just wandering sad yeah. souls of which yeah, is quite kind of sad it is sad, sad really so our next tale takes us further south to Stirling, and not the furniture shop. <laughs> is Stirling further south or is it not? <coughs> There's no point in asking me. I'm geographically challenged. Well, I wrote ex- that wrote, think it will. It's further south than Crathis, okay? So it is in a city. Well, it's a central city in Scotland, and it once was our capital city. Was it? Yep, Stirling was once our capital city. Did not know that. Yep, it's Stirling is visually dominated by its castle, which is one of the largest and most important castles of Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Both historically is. and architecturally. Now, apparently, Stirling has a kaleidoscope of lady spirits roaming around its old town, including the Green Lady of Crathis, of Crathis of Stirling Castle. Aye, the wife of Crathis comes doing his mm-hmm. are we visit again, like, obviously. Oh, my dumbass but it's sterling <laughs> so now with many a ghost story there is different versions mm-hmm. so one being very similar to that of the wine tower in Fraserburgh from episode one that we spoke about is mm-hmm. it episode one or episode two 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 lovers and the danes that's it episode two but today i'm going to focus on the different tale but i will tell you the other one at the end it's mm-hmm. very similar mm-hmm. like seriously so in 1562, Mary, Queen of Scots, returns to Stirling, Scotland, after two decades residence in France and following the tragic death of her young husband, Francis, the King of France. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Mary, like many royals and aristocrats of that time, travelled with an entourage of servants, including ladies-in-waiting and servant girls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, our tale centres around a lovely Highland girl who was in Mary's servants during her travels back to Scotland. And like many of our Celtic ancestors, this girl was gifted, or was, had the gift of second sight. Oh, I think I've heard this one. By true, like, yeah? Okay, yeah. We'll This gift gave her a foreshadowing. So now this pretty girl decided that she was going to be brave and share the foreshadowing and warn the Queen <coughs> directly of what was oncoming. Now, the queen, being fond of the girl and listened kindly, as the last relayed this message that if the queen was to sleep in the fortress of Stirling for even one night, that she would not see dawn. Now, Mary was in a bit of a predicament because she couldn't reject the hospitality of the people of Stirling for those, for those fought for her protection against Henry VIII's army in her youth. Mm. But a warning on her life can't be taken lightly either so she tasked the girl to watch over her as she slept and to call for aid if necessary Mm. 
So the good servant girl did as instructed and through the night she sat shawled in a tight and a great soft chair watching over the sleeping royal. Now the Queen Mary, she had slept, slept without issue and she laid her in her slumber in the bed. Servant girl though was also tired because you know she got a day of toil and but both started to become anxious that she was going to fall asleep and leave the Queen exposed to whatever the fuck was going to happen to her. Mm -hmm. So the girl thinks to herself, right, I'll bar the door and I'll light a taper and sit on the Queen's bedside so that if she was to wake in the night, the room wasn't going to be consumed by darkness, she would be able to see. So try with her might. She tried and she tried, but eventually sleep consumed her and she was huddled in her soft chair and she thought, well, I'll just quickly, I'll just give it a 40 winks, I'll be mm -hmm. fine, I'll be fine. She was thinking, she's probably been fucking busy all day and then she's got to stay up all night. But, oh, no, that's a bit harsh. Exactly. But when she opened her eyes, her eyes were uncomfortable by the brightness of the room. And she began to cough as her lungs and throat were stinging. The taper, which had been so carefully placed, had fallen and caught alight the bedclothes and even the tapestries in the room. So quick to action, the girl called for aid and rushed to awaken the queen. She's given her a good shake and she's found that Mary, she can't be woken because the smoke's clearly filled her lungs and she's like proper out of the game. So setting herself into a deeper sleep. So the girl, now nearly blind and struggling to breathe, bundled her queen into her arms and carried her towards the door. The flames dangerously close to both women and almost catching the green dress of our heroine. So this girl is said to hear the splintering of wood and is that has barred the door, but it's now buckling under the force that is grew that like is yeah. growing and with the smoke and the girl is also doing the same she's trying to carry mary towards mm -hmm. safety now history as we know it has mary living another 22 years before she's then executed in this castle in sterling mm -hmm. castle on the command of queen elizabeth the first but the servant girl don't know Oh, really? Not much is known. It said, allegedly, that she is died from her wounds of that horrendous night, but that her name is never remembered. And the only thing that is known is that the colour of the dress that she wore was green, which she still wears today. So she is now said to be a harbinger, a harbinger, harbinger, whatever the fucking word is, of doom, <laughs> death and despair. Forever wandering the castle, plagued from the guilt that she fell asleep that fateful night. And now it is said that if you look into the eyes of the Green Lady of Stirling Castle, you will not see dawn. So if you hear motions of a woman or ruffles of a dress, you're not to turn round because you may forfeit your life for your curiosity. Oh. Mm -hmm. However, there is another tale. Oh. And this is supposedly the tale of the Green Lady of Stirling Castle version two okay. where the girl is the uh laird's daughter or whatever situation and she falls in love with a soldier no oh, here we go <laughs> here we now go. daddy ain't happy no he never is daddy locks her in the tower i think it's eppleston tower i think it is or epston tower something mm. like that a tower and um soldier shot Ugh. daughter's not happy devastated throws herself to the rocks and dies pretty much the wine tower story, wine tower story yeah pretty yeah. much obviously different version but 
the same, very similar. That's why I was like, I won't, I'm not gonna, like I've respectfully covered it, but it is pretty much the same story. I think I like the first version. There's Wish tries to save Mary. Yeah, there is loads of uh, different ladies there. There's a blue one, a pink one, a grey one, I think a white one. I've never, one. I've never been to Sterling. I have never been to Sterling.com. Like, I've said about going, because apparently it's supposed to be really, really good to go. I think I got lost there once. I came off the motorway. Makes sense. Um, but I've never been because I wanted to go. Yeah, I want to go to Stirling as well. I might try and like. We need to do Crawfish. We do need to do Crawfish. Mm-hmm. Love to do Crawfish. We need but to that, do Crawfish. That's my tales. Oh. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, that was that was a bit more like she's like, this heroine strong yeah. sort of woman. It didn't necessarily mean that she died because of some fucking man. Do you oh, know what I mean? Because yeah, a lot I of them it like is that, that they fell in love with someone and died, but no. Aww. Yeah. I hope it is her in a funny roundabout way. Yeah, me too. So the next story in The Green Ladies is Tullock Castle. Hmm, where is that? So Tullock is a castle in Scottish Highlands situated in Dingwall. <gasps> Dingwall! <laughs> Which I thought was in Glasgow. I didn't realise I didn't realise Dingwall was up the way either, I'll be honest. So Dingwall's fifteen miles or twenty four kilometres from the city of Inverness. I should have known that. I'm from <laughs> up at well well, born that way. So yeah, I, I was shocked. I was shocked. Never mind. Didn't this is a very it. interesting and busy history. Mm. So it's said to have been um in the centre of really brutal clan feuds, which I can imagine it would there would have been a lot of brutal clan so feuds. So say we were speaking years. about the places of Glencoe and that, so Uncle yeah. Ray, I, it's I, they're I fecting. I know. Bless them. Mind you, I bet you the Robertsons were writing about all that paper. Well. So, <laughs> so it was estimated that it was built around the early 12th century. But it was not known as Tullock Castle until the 15th century. So there's tunnels which run from the castle directly into the town of Dingwall. But you can't go in them now because they've all collapsed. But you can still see them in grates. There's grates outside the castle in the gardens and you can see down into the oh, wow. into where the tunnels went. That's pretty cool. So um, the castle was owned by the royals, as they all were. Yep. And then was uh, sold on to prominent families. It was also used as a hospital after the evacuation of Dunkirk from 1940. Oh, wow. Uh, which I found quite interesting, actually, because I'm thinking where Dunkirk is and where Dingwall yeah, is. Yeah, you... I found it quite surprising that that would be a place that they would use as a hospital. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. It's mm. quite a distance. Is, yeah. Anyway... Um, that's what it was used for. Uh, it then became like an almost boarding kind of school of sorts Okay. in the 1950s. So it was where girls would go to live so that they could be educated because it was too far for them to travel. Okay. You know, the distance. Like yeah. It's not like you could hop on a bus in the morning. So, um, so yeah. And then it became a hotel, which it is known as today. Okay. So, the Bain family owned the castle in the 15th century. Um, then Sorry. the Bain, the Laird Bain, 
then sold it on to his cousin, Duncan Davidson. So Duncan Davidson was a very colourful man. He was the fourth Laird of Tullock. He also became the MP of Cromarty in 1826, which was their area, the Cromarty Firth, I suppose. Okay. Uh, he was also Lord Lieutenant of Ross, and in his capacity as Lord Lieutenant, he was Queen Victoria's representative in the area. Right. So, oh, so he was big boy. Yeah, he was like the dude. Cool. <laughs> but he had a nickname. He was called The Stag. Oh. Mm. And he was a naughty boy. Oh. A naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> he had affairs left, right and centre. He had five wives. <laughs> eight loved, loved a wedding. Oh, I Loved a little He spread those oats. <laughs> 18 children. <laughs> Shut the fuck. And reportedly had around 30 illegitimate children. Could you imagine the CSA all over that? Do you know that in the area would be able to like get together because it's not related? I know. <laughs> and they wonder why people have webbed feet. <laughs> oh my goodness. Not that we we are do not confirm nor deny the webbed feetage of the people up north, by the way, just because you threw that in there. <laughs> you need to stop that. No, you need to stop it. Anyway, so one evening, Elizabeth Davidson, Duncan's daughter, was mincing around. She was like a teenager, so she was yeah, just she's like, mincing. She's you mincing. She's like, she's mincing about the castle. You know what she do? Yeah. Uh, when she caught her father in a compromising position with a serving girl <laughs> in one of the bedrooms. So, well, to be fair, that many kids, he was about to get busted at some point well, doing something, would you? Well, well, in complete shock and panic, she fled to go to her room. But she fell headlong down the stone stairwell and died. She'd oh. broken every single bone in her body. Bloody hell. So it is oh. believed that the apparition that appears to guests is Elizabeth Davidson. And she is known as the Green Lady. Mm. And the bar in the hotel is called the Green Bar. Okay. After the Green Lady. Makes sense. And there is a portrait of Elizabeth with her mother and her two brothers in the bar, which was originally the oh, the grand room of some description. Okay. And um, apparently her eyes follow you all around the room. Oh, weird. Another interesting fact, this is completely off topic, another interesting fact... When I read it, I looked at, I've, I've seen the painting, so I looked at it and I read underneath it, it was Elizabeth, her mother and her two brothers, so I'm going, kids in a dress, it's not a sister. No, no, it's her brother. Now apparently at that time, people were kidnapping young boys. Holy shit. To put them into the slave trade. Right. And so because of that, a lot of people dressed their boys in girls' clothes. So wow. that they wouldn't be kidnapped. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, true story. Joe, it's quite funny because it'll be interesting to see if we can get. I'll have to do some research on the Tollbooth and Aberdeen because apparently there's a huge kidnapping thing there and smuggling children mm. in that in that building. Yeah, and I think it was again for the slave trade. Yeah, 
I so found that really interesting because I had to double take when I read the bottom and I was like, oh, I bet there's three girls in that. And then I thought, no, actually, you're right enough. When you really looked up close, you thought, no, it is a boy. Mm. Just in a dress. It just goes to show you the shit that was kicking off, eh? I know. So, yeah, that was quite interesting. And there's also, you can see, it looks like it's been modified, the painting, and they reckon that the wife had blacked out the husband because they always you know, cheating and stuff. She was like, I'm not having him in my portrait. So she she got him to fuck. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, Power to her. But her brain is creepy because it follows you about. It so. follows you about, so, yeah. Oh, wow. And apparently there is another ghost in Tullock Castle and they reckon it is the serving girl that he was having an affair with. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know... And also, sorry, another fact. Now, I don't know if I can share this on social media or not. So I found a picture that was taken by a young boy way back, I think it was like 2008. Okay. With a digital camera. Mm -hmm. And um, he took a picture down the stairwell. Okay. And you can see a ghostly figure walking down the stairs with a, a woman's hand. Um, with her hand on the banister. Wow. And it's a really, really good photo. But I don't know if I can share it or not. I found it I found it in the mirror. You would be And I found it on something else and I can't remember what website it was. I found it somewhere else and I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can share this or not. No, uh, yeah. Okay, we'll put that on the on the website. Oh, it's on the internet. Yeah. But you know what? There is a couple of people have done that where you will see pictures and they've taken a picture and it's like obviously like a family shot where in things and there's like something mm-hmm. else. There's a few times that have happened. There's a few stories, ghost stories about stairwells mm. and people falling down them and things like that. So... I'm not saying nothing. The amount of times I've fallen down the stairs in this house is absolutely unbelievable. It's incredible. Like you're saying, that's stone steps as well. You're like, oh, no wonder you died. Yeah. And some of them are really quite steep as well. Yeah, they're treacherous. they're like really thin steps. Mm-hmm. And then there's like thousands of them. Yeah, or I like they're like yeah. There's not like a foot's worth. Yeah. Yeah, I hate a spiral <sighs> staircase for that. I'm just not for staircases. I'm not good with staircases. I know I want a bungalow. And that's so bad. I'm just no. No. I don't do but, that. Oh, what a well, what a shame. But so never yeah. Mind. So yeah, mm. that is the green ladies that are not always green, but mostly are green. So it's say the two that I've mentioned seem to appear or would be appearing because of green dresses, dresses which makes me yeah. think was green a prominent colour that we all wore back then quite possibly like maybe yeah uh, maybe like see when i think of like old school royalty i suppose i think of reds reds or like and like greens. your emerald green yeah emerald green yeah. yeah i don't think purple or i don't think blue i don't think any it's mostly those two colours yeah yeah i would say that probably is the colours that i would think of but again, that's a very stereotypical kind of uh, thought. It just springs thought, to mind. Really, yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. go. There we go. I hope everyone is having a wicked Halloween night. My decorations are already up. 
and we are two weeks away <laughs> yeah, from Halloween. We, because we're pre-recording. We're organised. We're organised. Kind of. Well, it's actually my wedding anniversary. It is your wedding anniversary. I'm eight years married. Which is... Something. Would? No. Not not a life sentence yet. Soon eight though. years. Yeah, eight years. So I try and get Jockey and Christopher... Um, a traditional wedding anniversary gift. Mm-hmm. So I have to sometimes think out of the box. Is it not? What is it? Pottery. It, it's not pottery or it, ceramics or something. I think it might be actually mug. Get me a mug. Fuck him. Get me a mug. You want a mug? Get me a cool mug. Bronze. Shut up, the fucking bronze. Bronze eighth wedding anniversary. <sighs> So maybe I could get you a bronze mug. <laughs> no, don't get my mug then. I thought it was like pottery. Well, I thought that as well. Unless that's some modern ones. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. It is modern. Go for that. So Sorry. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Any whoosie. You can find us on many social media. Because I forgot to mention it at the beginning, so we'll mention it now. We are available on Instagram at Brew and Crispies. We're available on Twitter at Pints underscore A. We're available on Facebook at Brew Crispies. <laughs> We're available to email, which is Brew and Crispies at gmail.com. You absolutely nailed that. I know, I absolutely know. Absolutely nailed it. Well, I didn't it. want to interrupt you because you were looking at the thing and I just thought, you know what, I'll just rattle through them now while we're it's here. It's definitely saying bronze. I thought you were right. I thought, I it, thought was it was ceramics. Ceramics. Oh, man. So now I've got Good to look. outside of the box with bronze. Oh, dude. I think my best one ever it was still the fruit, was fat, fruit, fruit and flowers. flowers. It was amazing. And I ended up getting you a bouquet of, of fruit shaped as, as flowers. flowers and that was the time because we were i was pregnant with luna mm-hmm. we'd moved into the house and in the house this woman had two fridges now stupidly when we bought the house we thought the kitchen was shit anyway but we should have really checked so i thought it was a cupboard it wasn't as a fucking fridge <laughs> so we were like why why is there two fridges so it's not under the counter fridge which was perfect because this fucking thing was huge so i was like i'm using i literally had to switch on the other fridge to get it to temperature put the fucking thing in there but every time willow would like toddle through open the door and like take another take strawberry another and run away with it that's funny yeah so she she idea. ate me so that. that came all the way from birmingham or somewhere i remember she were like what because you were like the do point. you have it yet? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Fucking! <laughs> and the boy's like, no, then somebody says, oh, it was delivered. I says, it wasn't delivered. I says, what's happened? Does your delivery driver fancy the snack and eat my, body, <laughs> my bouquet of fruit? I says, so what you can do is you can re-deliver it. And I think he ended up with it in like November sometime, did you not? I can't remember when I ended up with it. It must have been, well, it was in November. It was not long after I had Olivia. Oh, I... I'm pretty sure it was not long after I was Olivia. Die, that's right. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, because, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, because, um, yeah. I, I think we told our story in one of our episodes of if you wanted to get to know us. I don't know. Maybe we didn't. Maybe we should do that as an episode. What? 
get to know us and speak about our... But we did, didn't we? Did we do that? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't remember. But spread throughout the, the episodes, we yeah, speak about, get like... get to know us over Yeah, like, yeah, we moved in. And Eighth was... anniversary, to do traditional gifts are bronze and pottery, while Told lace you. and linen are modern. Well, I've never got you a modern one yet, so we're just going to go along the traditional ones. Pottery. So get pottery. Now here's here's a fun what? fact for you people because I, I did this with plenty and that the other day because I had a cup every time I go to Edinburgh I always go into the Eden shop and buy a cup every time because I don't know why but it's just what I do because I've always got really cool cups mm-hmm. but fun fact is everybody that sees me with a mug thinks I'm drinking to your coffee because that's what you normally do and mine's has got soda in it mm-hmm. because I don't drink to your coffee I know so when I was on the 100 things we learned from film podcast just drop them in there. Planty was on holiday. He was just saying on a boat. No. He was like, I'm on a boat. Somewhere hot. I can't remember. He did tell me. Somewhere hot. But he was like, I'm on a boat. Did you know? Jaws. He was like, tell us fun facts. I'm like, are you funny? <laughs> oh my God. Speaking His of wife Mike, must love him. This weekend about Michael Kate. Well, she must be filming Rachel Blesser. She was filming him. It was like... <laughs> Jaws 3, it had Michael Caine in it. All Did you stuff. know, actually, here's a fun fact for you, for a hundred things. Jaws was actually a book originally. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. I yeah. found this out in the pub on Saturday night. Well, where the fuck have you been? Uh, the no, pub on Saturday night. The pub on Saturday night was working. working. I'm oh, not an yes. alcoholic, I promise you I just go there to work. Um. Yeah, so anyway, he when I, we were doing that when they film because we are obviously sitting here with the phone doing mm-hmm. the thing they're like oh there's like a you have your headphones and you can see the peeps because there's john and planty and you can see both of them and you're talking and they were like oh your cup and i was like oh because they were drinking beer and i was or non-alcoholic stuff or whatever the fuck they were drinking and i had brew in my cup it's not tea it's not coffee it's brew so everyone it's like because for a while, you also used to break up chocolate and put it in the fridge in a cup. Do you remember me doing that for mm-hmm. a while? I stopped doing that. Yeah, it's stopped weird. Sh- stop. No, it's nice. No, it was weird. Okay, I might start doing that again now. Okay, then, okay. weirdo. <laughs> so anyway, that's... <laughs> side note, that's what's happening. So I don't know if I'm trick-or-treating, because Willow's got brownies. Has Luke got brownies on a Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Fuckers on a Tuesday, mine's is on a Monday. No, no, she's Tuesday. Nightmares. Anyway, I'm thinking, I don't know what's happening with her. I don't know what we're doing, to be perfectly honest. I was gonna maybe go out with the kids. Yeah, I considered going out with the kids um, and doing a bit of trick or treating. Do you know what's funny? That would never have happened back in the day. My dad's like, she's begging. Like, no way. Penny for the guy, because you had to make something and you went round and leave you a penny for that guy. No, I'm not allowed to do that. I'm allowed to make effigies of yeah. people burning. No, makes not sense. Not allowed to do it anymore. Makes sense. I don't know why. I mean, it probably solved a lot of issues. Sorry, the dogs. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs dreaming. We to love you last time. Dogs this time. But anyway, we're gonna love yous and leave yous. Yes. What are we doing in two weeks' time? I've absolutely no idea. We're doing something. Because it will be in four weeks' time. Because we've pre-recorded. Because we've pre-recorded. Because so we're I've cool like no that. Idea. I have no idea what Let we're doing. Let me see. I think we're going to move on to fairies. 
You're marking it up. Am I? Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> we can if you want. We could just wing this. <laughs> well, like, we do life. How dare you. We do wing life. I'm sorry. We just literally... I just looked up demonic cairns, wing tower. Where are we? Uh, I can't believe we're actually like looking back our notes to tell our people, our weekly listeners. I just found my notes on the Doric language notes. Clearly. Well, that's something we considered doing as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was going to be on. uh, I've got the movie. Mind you. I don't have anything in here. We'll do fairies next week. I think you'll find it is fairies and gilly doos. Don't you come at me with your Gaelic? The gilly do. Because look, we swapped our ruined ghost screen ladies. Okay. I just defend my tells me. We're we doing the gilly do. So organized. I know. Check us out. And I didn't and we were I was good on our any biscuits for me today. I know. Was you hoping that I did? No. That's good. Absolutely not. I'm trying to be good. But yes, so I do believe we are going to move on to some fairies, gilly doos, then we might do some vamps and babble and scythe. Okay. Is that how you say it? What? Babble and scythe. I don't know. You're Scottish about. vampires. Maybe. Okay. We better research that then. Yeah. Okay, dokie. Okay. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Be safe. Bye.